to the Prophecy Club. Well, I'm going to cover a very unusual topic today. I'm going to title this Marvel Comics in Prophecy. Now, let me start with a disclaimer. I'm not trying to attack Marvel Comics or anybody that is associated with it. And I also cannot say that Marvel Comics that intends any evil or is trying to do anything satanic or anything bad here. And maybe they have no idea that this relates to Bible prophecy or that the things that they're doing is possibly pointing people to some bad things. So I cannot say that that is their intention. And it may be that just like you and I have done things that we didn't think were wrong, and then later on we discovered that actually that was wrong. So I'm not attacking Marvel Comics with this broadcast, nor am I saying they've done anything wrong. But I do want to point out that some of the things that they have done is certainly pointing in the direction of Bible prophecy. So let's start first with the Bible. And then we're going to look at some things that they have done that will probably shock you. Because unless you're real familiar with Bible prophecy and things that are coming, you would go to these movies and think, oh, that's just a wonderful, entertaining movie. And maybe that's all they intended for these movies to be. Maybe there's nothing sinister included in them or intended in them. On the other hand, maybe that's exactly what some people that work in these movies do. Again, I can't say that that's their intention. So let me make that clear in my disclaimer. Now let's go to Bible prophecy. Joel 2.6 says, Before their face, the people shall be much pained. All faces shall gather blackness. Now this tells us when this takes place. Because in the third vial, the rivers and fountains become blood. The fourth vile, this means that there's three days left, the sun gets seven times hotter according to Isaiah 30 verse 26. And then in the fifth vile, the sun has now gone out and the devil's kingdom is full of darkness. So this tells us that this particular prophecy takes place with three days left. In other words, the fourth vile. So it says before their face, The people shall be much pained, and all faces shall gather blackness, meaning that probably what happens, the sun gets seven times hotter, and some kind of rays are released from the sun that somehow reach us, and I believe what it's saying is it turns all people's skin on the earth black. In other words, it's some kind of, I don't know, gamma radiation, I don't know, I'm not a scientist, but it turns their faces, all skin, black. Now, the next verse says, and this is talking about the new world order army. They shall run like mighty men. They shall climb the wall like men of war. And they shall march everyone on his paths. And they shall not break their ranks. So here we have a group of supermen, a group of global warriors, a group of people that are better than normal humans. And they can run, climb walls, They obey orders. They don't break the ranks. Let's continue. Neither shall one thrust another. So they don't fight. They don't argue with each other. They are robots, maybe flesh robots. And they do as they are told. And they can do amazing things. They shall walk everyone in his path. Now, this is the point I get to. And when they shall fall upon the sword, they shall not be wounded. 
when they shall fall upon the sword, they shall not be wounded. One more time, get that. That's a major point. When they fall upon the sword, they shall not be wounded. Okay, hold on, hang on, hang on, hang on. How do you fall upon a sword and not be wounded? Now, I want you to understand what we're talking about. This is where someone holds a sword up to, say, their gut or their heart or something, and then they run against a wall. That sword hits the wall, and it goes into them. This was a common practice of suicide, especially in times of war, back in the ancient times when they saw that they were going to be captured or they saw they were going to be tortured or caught or something like this. They would just run upon their sword. But this is saying that they'll be able to run upon the sword, fall upon the sword, and either the sword will not penetrate them, or if it is penetrated, they simply pull the the sword out and it's all healed up. Hang on, let's finish reading the next scripture. They shall run to and fro in the city. They shall run upon the wall. Now, what does that mean? In other words, they are so agile they can run along fences, run along walls, and do it very quickly and have superhuman balance and very uh, high ability of, of agility. Okay, They shall cr- climb upon the houses. They shall enter in at the windows like a thief. So this is the Antichrist army. This is the world army, the world government army. This is the best of the best of the best, best, best. This is what your underground laboratories have developed. This is what that the beast is going to try to throw up against Jesus and his army to defeat them. Now, I believe the devil knows he's going to lose. He knows he's going to lose. But this is his attempt to try to win, and that's what he does. He comes not but for to kill, steal, and destroy. So what he's done is caused the people of the earth, and I'm going to show you in scripture here, caused the people of the earth to make mutants, to make hybrids, to make superhumans. Now, oh, Stan, that'll never happen. Well, wait a minute. You recall the movie Wolverine. This was where Hugh Jackman starred in the movie series in which mutants or hybrids or half-humans, half-aliens, probably, have superpowers. Now, in the case of Wolverine, Wolverine can expel three sharp knives out of his knuckles to kill with. And if he is wounded, he heals almost instantly. Oh, Stan, that has nothing to do with Bible prophecy. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's go back and read that again. And when they fall upon a sword, they shall not be wounded. That's what Wolverine can do, right? Remember, he's shot, he's stabbed, and all of a sudden he instantly heals up. Oh, that has nothing to do with it. Well, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's just a, a simple, entertaining movie with no particular underlying motives. Or maybe the devil is putting in our heart that we can be better. Maybe he's saying, hey, I've got something that I know I'm going to be bringing in the years ahead, and I'm going to ask you to take an injection, and that injection, I'm going to tell you, will heal your DNA, and it will cause teeth that have been pulled to grow back in, hair that has turned old and gray to go back to its natural color, and all of your wrinkles to go away, and your cancer to be healed, and fingers that got cut off 
or feet that got blown off in the war, all of a sudden they will grow back. But in order to get this injection, you have to swear allegiance to our world government. You have to bend the knee and you have to accept me, i.e. the Antichrist, the beast, as your God. Now, how many people would take that? Well, look it. There's people out there. There's pastors out there that say, oh, God would never expect you to expect your children to starve to death. It can't be the mark of the beast. Go ahead and take it. He would never ask you to die for him. Oh, really? He also says, be faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Uh, yes, he does expect us to die for him. And he is not going to understand if we take the mark of the beast. He is not going to forgive us if we take the mark, if we bend the knee to another God. He's not going to do that. Those are some of the, the sins he will not forgive. Let's go on, though. You see, the underlying theme here may be mutants are part human and, in my opinion, part alien or probably non-human life DNA. The ability to do something above human is present because they're, quote, made better than normal humans. Human is substandard, whereas mutant is above human, or hybrids are better, or taking some kind of an injection that will make you better, even if you have to take the mark of the beast, yeah, that's okay. Oh, now, maybe they don't mean any of that. I understand that. But maybe, maybe somebody does. Now, i got a question for you. Who is the alien orphan sent from his dying planet to Earth, where he grows up to become his adoptive home's first and greatest superhero? Who is that? Answer, well, that's, well, that's, that's Superman, isn't it? You remember, he's the alien that was raised by human parents, and he had better-than-human abilities. Now, could it be that the underlying message here is that human is below or substandard to alien? Got another question for you. Who is the genetics researcher that was trying to develop a superhuman who accidentally got overradiated by the same thing he was trying to develop, which caused him to transform into a raging green monster with superhuman strength? when he got angry. Answer, well, that was Bruce Banner, the Hulk. Remember the green guy? So could the underlying message be humans can be improved upon? Another question, who is the group of astronauts who gained superpowers after a cosmic radiation exposure? Answer, well, that's the Fantastic Four. Who was the boy that was bitten by a hybrid super spider, which gave him superpowers? Yeah, Spider-Man. Could the underlying message be humans can be genetically improved above human? What soldier volunteered to receive an injection, specifically telling him that he would be getting increased powers? He received those powers and now carries a round red, white, and blue shield. Why, that's Captain America. Could the underlying message be humans can be genetically improved above human? 
You remember back in Genesis 6-2, this is where it says the sons of God came down and mated with the daughters of men. Okay, so what are the sons of God? Well, I don't exactly know, but it's saying they're not human. That's the point. The sons of God, meaning something that's not human or not from this earth, the sons of God came down and mated with the daughters of men. And the Bible says their offspring were giants unto the land. It goes on to say they were mighty men of old, men of renown. Well, you look up that word old, and in the Hebrew, it means they did not die. In other words, they did not inherit the curse of Adam. They did not die. So here's what was happening. Aliens came down and mated with women, human women. Their hybrid offspring did not die. Now, my guess is there was a whole lot more. They probably had some of these characteristics. In other words, you might say that they were mutants, just like the Marvel Comics put forth. Again, I'm not saying anything bad about Marvel Comics. Maybe it's just entertainment. Maybe it has nothing to do with anything bad. Uh, On the other hand, maybe, maybe it does. Oh, Stan, you're just reading something into it. Okay, how about this headline? Elon Musk is making implants to link the brain with a smartphone. (laughs) Well, that doesn't have anything to do with Bible prophecy. Oh, well, let's just read the Bible prophecy. Then we'll come back and we'll look at the newspaper article. Revelation 13. And it beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. This is the false prophet. And he had two horns like a lamb. And in case you don't know, there's actually two popes. There's a black pope and a white pope. Has nothing to do with skin color. Has to do with their exposure. In other words, one pope is seen by the public. The other pope is never seen by the public. He had two horns like a lamb. And he spake as a dragon. Meaning that there is a person coming up through the Catholic Church. And again, I'm not beating up on the Catholics or the Catholic Church. But they, I believe that the Catholic Church is going to be hijacked by this guy. Okay, Kind of like the beast hijacks the whole world. Okay, And he spake as a dragon, meaning this false prophet is going to have the ability to speak for the devil. We don't suppose there's folks in our Congress today speaking for the devil, do you? <laughs> uh, yes. Let's go on. And he exercises all the power of the first beast, that's the Antichrist, before him. And he causeth the earth. That means he commands the earth. He gives an order. He causeth the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast. Meaning, the false prophet says, hey, look it. This guy over here, he is the man God. He is God on earth. He is what we've been waiting for. He is the Messiah. He is the Vishnu. He is the Imam. He is the everything. We've been waiting for everybody got to worship him. See, that's what he's saying. He causeth the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. What? 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 Whose deadly wound was healed? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't we just read that? Mm Mm-hmm. And when they fall upon a sword, they shall not be wounded. Are you saying, Stan, that... There's a time when people will be wounded and not die. Let me read it again. Just had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life. 
to give life. All right, let's hang on, hang on just a second. Let me tell you a little story. Prophecy Club started in June of 1993. I wish I'd made note of this date, but I didn't. Then in about 1994, I was playing a series on the radio. It was WREN, which I understand is now dark. It's off the air now. It was a radio station, I believe it was 1230 a.m. in Topeka, Kansas. This was the radio station that we first started on back in 1993. And in those days, of course, I was the only one working at the Prophecy Club. So if you call the Prophecy Club, you got me on the phone. So I answered the phone. And this guy says, I've been listening to your broadcast. I used to work high up in the government. I can't tell you anything, but if you ask me questions, I'd be happy to answer them. I said, okay, Area 51. He said, yep, been all through it. I said, they got aliens there? He said, yep, some alive, some dead. I said, what about anti-gravity flying devices? He said, yep, they got some from other worlds and some our government has made. He said, see, look, he said, you don't know anything unless it's at least 25 years old. He said, because the underground bases, they have unlimited funding and they have the very best minds. So anything you have heard about on the surface is at least 25 years old. In other words, their technology, and this was back in, again, 1994, their technology is at least 25 years ahead of anything on the surface. I said, okay, tell me something that is old technology to them, but we haven't heard about it yet. He said, okay, successful human head transplants, old technology. And by the way, that's, <laughs> I just wonder if some of the people that are really, really evil but they're really, really old, and they just keep living on. I just wonder if they got privileged to that. You know, you look at George Soros and some of these other people that are extremely evil. Well, maybe that body is not really their body. Maybe that head is their really head, but maybe they got a whole body transplant. I don't know. But, you know, you wonder about these things. Anyway, let me continue with the conversation. So he says... Uh, yeah, successful hu human tra head transplants. He says, that's old technology. I said, okay, let's go to the bottom of the barrel. Tell me, what is their biggest secret? What is the thing that they are working on that is the thing that they do not want anyone to know? What's their biggest secret? And he answered this, and he said, creation. He said, they are working to give life. They're working to create a whole new creation. Let me say it again. They're working to give life. They're working on creation. In other words, they're trying to be gods. Okay, well, let's go back to the scripture. What does it say? He had power to give life, to give life. Guys, sisters, there it is, right there. He had power to give life into the image of the beast. In other words, this image is something that is man-made, but it's not of God. It's not in the image of God. Now, what do you think that is? Well, it could be part human, part computer. Could be part human, part alien. Maybe a hybrid of all three. I don't know. I just know what the scriptures say. Let's go on, though. He had power to give life into the image of the beast. Now, that's not the beast. 
But that's an image of the beast. My guess is it's some sort of a hybrid, some sort of a clone. Looks like the beast, sounds like the beast, but my guess is that it's going to be somehow electronically linked to all human knowledge so that when this image of the beast beast speaks, when he speaks, he's saying, I have all human and probably alien knowledge. I know all things. And this is the right thing to do, you see. That's why the world has got to listen to him. Let's go on. He had power to give life unto the image of the beast. Now listen, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause. So he speaks and causes. That means that he speaks probably in every known language. And he orders. That's when we says cause. Okay, he orders. He gives orders. He gives a command and causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, and free and bond, receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Okay, so what's it really saying? It's saying that this image has power to give life into the image of the beast. And that the image of the beast speaks and causes the people that dwell in the earth to make this image so that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man whose number is six hundred, three score, and six. Now everybody wants to say, okay, well, when, 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 when's this going to happen? Well, the answer is I don't exactly know, but here's a pretty good hint. Now let's go back to the article. Let's see what the article says. Headline, Elon Musk is making implants to link the brain with a smartphone. This is dated July 17th. 2019, through our favorite, most trusted business source, why it's CNN, the Communist News Network. (laughs) Let's go on. Elon Musk wants to insert Bluetooth-enabled implants into your brain, claiming the devices could enable telepathy. Look, I didn't write it. I mean, you can go and research it. This is really off the Internet. CNN really put this article out. Claiming the devices could enable telepathy and repair motor function in people with injuries. Speaking on Tuesday, the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX said his Neuralink devices will consist of a tiny chip connected to a thousand wires measuring one-tenth the width of a human hair. The chip features USB-C port. The same adapter used by Apple's MacBooks and connects via Bluetooth to a small computer worn over the ear and to a smartphone. If you're going to stick something in a brain, you want it not to be too large. The devices can be used by those seeking a memory boost or by stroke victims, cancer patients, quadriplegics, others with congenital defects. Or maybe the underground bases have already developed some kind of a half-human, half-alien, half-computer clone that is connected into what will be the 5G computer network, has access to every known language, every known book, all human knowledge, and that it'll be able to say, look at this guy over here, he's really God. Everybody got to worship him and commands the earth and them that dwell there to make an image of the beast. That's what it says. I didn't write it, 
That's the image of the beast. So that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now let's go back to the article. The devices will be installed by a robot built by the startup. Musk said the robot, when operated by a surgeon, will drill two millimeter holes in a person's skull. The chip part of the device will plug the hole in the patient's skull. The interface to the chip is wireless. Look, brothers and sisters, you have to understand what we're reading here. Probably those underground bases are not 25 years ahead of us. Probably by now they're 50 years ahead of us. He is probably talking about this like it's something in the future he wants to do, but he's talking about it because they actually, in the underground bases, already have it. But we as prophecy students, because we know prophecy, we can understand things he is not saying. Let's go on. The interface to the chip is wireless. So you have no wires poking out of your head. That's very important. Trials could start before the end of 2020. What? Before the end of 2020? Trials? Look, they've already got it. <laughs> Likening the procedure to the LASIK eye correction surgery, which requires local anesthetic. Elon Musk is the founder of Neuralink, which is building chips that will be implanted in people's brains. Musk has said this last latest project is an attempt to use artificial intelligence to have a positive effect on humanity. Now, you know what artificial intelligence is? That is meaning that a computer is able to come up with new ideas that were not input into it. Means that. A computer is actually thinking better, faster, and far above what a human can think. Hmm. So there you have it, brothers and sisters. How far away is the new world order, the world government, the beast, the Antichrist, the 666? Well, sounds like not far. Back in 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I got about 30 revelations and two visions. And God showed me the word first fruits is actually a secret door linking the Feast of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation, allowing the end time events to be placed in chronological order as never before. One prophetic word said it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open unto you. It will turn many books written on the end time into obsolete books. That's this book. In this book, for the first time, you will understand that on first fruits, Jesus, the Lamb, returns to Mount Zion with 144,000 one-year-old Jews. On Pentecost, the wheat who are ready go to the marriage supper of the Lamb with the barley. The Father promotes Jesus at the marriage supper from Lamb to Lion, from Prince to King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus receives many crowns, a vesture dipped in his own sacrificed blood, and a white horse. The barley and wheat receive a wedding garment and a white horse to return on trumpets about four months later. This is the day of the Lord. Jesus, the judge, uses the morning star lightning sword to burn the tares. This is the judgment seat of Christ. All in Jesus report here and receive their just rewards. On atonement, Jesus is the judge at the great white throne. For those not in Jesus, the dead are judged based upon their works written in the books. Whosoever is not found written in the book is cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. On tabernacles, the new Jerusalem comes down from God out of heaven, all explained in the secret door to understand Bible prophecy. One for 20, don't do that. Five for 30, 10 for 55, or a case of 60 for $250 at 
prophecyclub.com. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55, prophecyclub.com. Gives you extras to give away to your friends. The summer blowout is now in effect. This amazing offer is only offered for a brief time each summer. Right now, you can get 50 DVDs for a gift of $250, that's 5 bucks each, 25 for $160, $640 each, 15 for $120, $8 each, 10 for $100, $10 each, 6 for $70, $1160 each, 4 for $50, $1250 each, or 2 for $30, obviously $15 each. A single DVD is a gift of $30. See the selection of over 230 DVDs at prophecyclub.com bookstore. Or download our catalog. Note your selections, but you have to call our office, 785-266-1112, to place your order. You have to call 785-266-1112. And this is probably going to be the last summer we make this offer. Prophecyclub.com, 785-266-1112. Prophecyclub.com, 785-266-1112. 785-266-1112. 1112.